This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune, but with a twist. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, and Oakland native. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, and secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. This month, we have some very special episodes. Each week, one of my friends will be taking over the podcast to share their favorite deep cuts with you. This week, we have a host who is a fellow singer, songwriter, and fellow ukulele lover, Dodie. Take it away, Dodie. It's 365. Today marks 160 years since the official start of the American Civil War. On April 12, 1861, Confederate soldiers opened fire on the Union-held Fort Sumter in South Carolina. The U.S. Army Major in charge of the fort surrendered the next day, and on April 15th, President Abraham Lincoln called for thousands of volunteer soldiers to enlist and help fight the Confederate Army. The war lasted until 1865, and in those four long years, scores of American soldiers died. Estimates suggest anywhere from 620,000 to as many as 750,000, according to more recent historians. And, of course, the Civil War led to the end of slavery. Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation freeing enslaved people in January 1863, and the 13th Amendment abolishing slavery was ratified in December 1865. But let's back up. Some people will argue that the Civil War wasn't fought over slavery, but states' rights. It is true that the impetus behind the Civil War was that southern states felt one of their rights was being infringed upon by the North, but that right was the right to enslave people. Slavery was not a new thing in the United States around the start of the Civil War. There were enslaved Africans on American soil starting as early as the 17th century, and historians believe there could have been as many as 6 to 7 million enslaved people brought here in the 18th century. Considering the entire United States population as counted was only 2.5 million people at the start of the American Revolution, well, that's a fair amount. Records show there were about half a million enslaved people here during the Revolution. But slavery wasn't widespread. Northerners did enslave people, even the city of New York had a slave market on Wall Street in the 18th century, but the southern economy relied on slave labour. Enslaved Africans mostly worked on tobacco plantations in colonies stretching from Maryland to Georgia. The northern economy didn't rely on enslaved labour, and especially after the Revolutionary War, some northerners began to question whether slavery was moral. States in the north started to outlaw slavery, and by 1804, it was gone. The South continued to use slave labour, though, and claimed it was vital to the southern economy. This was even more true as the 19th century wore on and southern plantations started producing cotton instead of tobacco. By 1860, there were nearly 4 million enslaved black people in the United States. 
Meanwhile, abolitionism was growing in the north. Enslaved people were escaping their chains using the Underground Railroad, a network of safe houses that provided safe harbour to those escaping to the north. The Underground Railroad brought news of slavery's horrors to the north and helped the anti-slavery movement gain ground. Southerners saw northerners helping their free labour escape as theft. There were political battles fought over allowing slavery in the territories, like the Missouri Compromise and the Kansas-Nebraska Act. In 1857, the Supreme Court ruled against an enslaved man who sued for his freedom after his master took him to a free territory. That ruling, the Dred Scott decision, essentially gave Southerners the freedom to spread slavery in the territories, despite the Northern push to curtail it. These tensions between North and South came to a boil in 1860, when Lincoln, whose party was advocating for abolitionism, won the presidency. South Carolina seceded at the end of the year, and Mississippi, Florida, Alabama, Georgia and Louisiana soon followed. In February 1861, the southern states that seceded, along with Texas, formed the Confederate States of America, electing Jefferson Davis as their president. That brings us back to Fort Sumter, the several dozen Union army soldiers there were now in enemy territory, and the enemy wanted them to leave. They didn't so the Confederates took the fort by force. So began the war. Now, the Civil War could be its own podcast. There is so much to talk about, and so far we've only scratched the surface. If you would like to scratch a lot deeper, there is a very long but quite good Ken Burns documentary called The Civil War. Very apt. But to sum up, the war lasted exactly four years. General Robert E. Lee, whose name you've probably seen splattered with racist at various, well, racist confederate monuments and high schools across the country surrendered to union army general ulysses s grant at appomattox courthouse on april 9th 1865 between that first shot at sumter at that last surrender at the courthouse scores of young men died brutal deaths on battlefields across america it was a harrowing war new weaponry like muskets cannon and shrapnel killed in devastating ways and there was still little understanding of surgery and sanitation against infection and disease. But at the end of the war, enslaved black people were free, and the United States became whole again. Don't let anyone tell you the Civil War was about states' rights. Now we're going to hear from an awesome music guest. Hi everyone, it's St. Panther, and the date is April 12th, 2020. Um, This was the day that my song Infrastructure got played on the premiere of season four of Insecure and got to be a part of the soundtrack, which, you know, that season was full of tea. So I actually was really stoked to be a part of that season. Um, And I am definitely waiting for season five. But anyways, the way that we celebrated that day was, you know, everyone on the label got together over Zoom since it was a couple weeks into the pandemic and Insecure had sent like this gift box where... Um, It came with like cheese and salami and like a champagne. So I poured one up and I had some like insane cheese salami spread with like the best mustards I've ever had legitimately. Um, So shout out Issa Rae for putting me on to the the best mustard I've ever had. Um, But yeah, it was a wholesome night with everyone. And it was an honor, you know, to be a part of such a great show. So yeah, that was April 12th for me. Shout out to Maya for having me um, on this podcast and thank you everyone for listening to it. And you can find that song still on episode one of season four of Insecure if you ever feel like watching it. Peace out and stay safe.
And now let's have a little look at what I was doing on April 12th, the day after my birthday. It looks like on this day, the 12th of April in 2019, I made um, some Spotify playlists. Um, I have four Spotify playlists that I regularly use. Um, there's chillin', cryin', jammin' and interestin', all with an N apostrophe. Um, it just, uh, I don't know, it's a great way to section up my music and I'm grateful for having them because I'm, uh, I really enjoy um, saving music that I might lose um, and coming back to it. Yeah, so, delish. Thank you for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Go ahead and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow 365 Days MX Tomb on your preferred social media platforms. It's 365 with Dodi, Dodi, do facts every day, so don't leave too soon, I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough, gonna go a year till you've had enough, it's 365.